point is, uh, uh, you know, lot, lot of, like Prometheus. I I have uh, returned from the mount to uh, give the nation its fire to bring uh, bring it back to its uh, its true glory. I've uh, brought it down from the from the mountain to uh, to release it from its chains. Uh, Britney Spears, big fan. The the the, uh, the point Look, is. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What are what are you actually trying to say? Uh, you know, uh, lockdown. Uh, but, Look, the thing is, the, the, we are pre-recording this podcast, so you can actually work out what you want to say, what you mean, pre-prepare it, and record something that makes sense. So, right, okay, uh, I've got a uh, you know uh, a note here from uh, from Dom. Uh, he's just written R. The uh, the letter R equals diva. Fuck's sake. You're going to see. The interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello and welcome to Little, to Little Diva Energy. I'm Holly Morgan and with me is my husband, Tom. Give us a job on your impression show. <laughs> it's good, wasn't it? It was good. I was happy. I, I, think I was uh, happy. Yeah. That's very good. It's very good. Um, hello, Divas. Once again, I, I'm sure you're all aware we have won the war again. Finally. Uh, won, won an even better war than the war we won before with no help from anyone else, just being lovely, lovely Britain. Um, <laughs> and we're all keeping our eyes peeled for the coronavirus. Sneaky little virus. Oh, Hiding be, behind corners. Be vidge. Um, be straight up vidge, Divas. Be vidge during that panic day. That, that virus will sneak up on you. She's a sneaky bitch. Um... <laughs> So we're not going to mention that's enough coffee day for now. Thank you all so much for listening to part two of our Nicki Minaj episode with Rich. Oh, we had a lovely time. Didn't we just? Um, we haven't uh, contacted him for his bitch this week because, quite frankly, I think he left it all on the floor. You know, <laughs> you know what he meant. Oh, no, is that it? He's never going to do it again. No, no, he'll, he'll be back. So this week, here we have a Chris's Coincidence. Oh, hi. Um, I was just listening to your podcast on my daily state-sanctioned walk around the block, and it occurred to me that when I was a child, I used to live next to uh, someone called Nicky. He was a three-year-old boy, um, and I just thought, wow, what a coincidence. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. That was a coincidence, wasn't it? What a Uh, It might surprise you to learn uh, today, Holly and I are a little out of sorts. Mm. Uh, So do apologise if this isn't up to our usual standard of a podcasting joy. But yeah, we just, it's been a bit of a weird one, hasn't it? Yeah. Nothing to write home about. Nothing, nothing, don't send any. I mean, please send love and support, but no need to send people to knock on the door or anything. But it's just. No, we're fine. I just fucking hate Tories. Yeah. Um, and I I won't... Uh, yeah, I'm finding it very, very difficult to be uh, living in this country at the moment. So, a polls. 
up top for that. But we've got lots, lots of stuff to talk about. Great, we do have so much to talk about. So, so much chat. Lots of stuff in Diva that happened this week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, let's do a roundup of the week in Diva. Wicked Diva! Britney burnt her gym down. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears, um, yeah, burnt down her home gym. I love that she told everyone. Well, she had to explain why she was working out outside. Did I, she? Well, I Joe Wicks her, doesn't have to explain. She also works out outside quite a lot. But maybe maybe she burnt it down a while a ago, ago, and that's why. Anyway, uh, just explain that for the listeners. What, what? Brittany left a few candles on in her gym, and it burnt down. You know, exercising by candlelight, like as you, you do. do, as you do. Be chill. <laughs> you know where I get to chill out? The gym. <laughs> I've seen somebody. So Brittany does someone does on her Instagram. She'll do like um, she'll film her whole workout routine and then speed it up. It is insane. Really, like the number of crunches she does and stuff is she's. So like oh fucking fuck me she's banging like she's a machine though isn't she's she? She's a machine. Um, you don't yeah that generation of pop stars you know the the Beyonces mm. and the the Britneys like their lifestyle must just be like unfa- it's unfathomable yeah how they must live their lives on a day to day basis. I just think Britney has got so the right attitude about her body as well because like she's she's not too thin. She no. looks really healthy and athletic, and it like I just oh, I just love her. What's her like? What's her thing on? You know, what's her sort of? She doesn't put out diet regimes and stuff, does she? She's I'm sure I've seen her like having a bucket of chicken, um, yeah. on a video shoot and stuff. I think she's not yeah. not above a bit of junk food, is she? Yeah. Well, I, I think what it is with Britney is the body is revolution ready, as we discussed. Britney is a socialist, and. Obviously, we're going to need her because... You think she's not planning any more music, but she is training training for the revolution? Yeah. If anyone's going to do the, do the job. Okay, Brittany is leading the revolution. Who's first against the wall? Not for you, for her. Oh, wow. Who's Brittany got against the wall first Perez. up? Perez. <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> Perez Hilton. Yeah. Okay, so... So um, Brittany burnt down her gym. Brittany burnt her gym down, and she also released new cover art for her album glory which was released about five years ago she just redid the cover art for some <laughs> some reason on all all, all platforms yeah how, how was glory now five years yeah yeah so it, it was odd um is she re- is it maybe it's getting a re-release re-release she's doing summit with it because is that her like what does she feel like it's like her magnum opus or something i don't know um it was released in 2016 so the new image that we've got it looks very much like it's sort of vma era britney gold a uh, sort of bronze body and then a kind of slightly uh, problematic <laughs> slave imagery. Um, but it looks like it was done on the set for Stupid Love. It does. That gravel pit's getting a lot of, uh, <laughs> of airtime, isn't it? Um, anyway, I don't know. There's got to be some something behind it. Yeah, it's interesting because as well, the original cover is her face. Right. And that... The new one... It's her body in profile. It's very much her body. Her face is... I mean, you can only see the side of her head. Whereas uh, the original Glory, if you look at that, it's just it's her staring down the barrel of the lens. With a sort of lacy top on. Yeah, a sort of lacy top and a choker. She's got like a sort of weird... I'll tell you why she's redone it. She looks ever so slightly cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> and she only noticed four years later. Yeah, she's probably having a listen, wasn't she? And the cover art came up and she went... Oh, oh my no. goodness. In other diva news... Elaine Page felt the need to comment on on the formatting of a a Telegraph Online article. So the headline was, there's a lovely picture of Elaine, 
EP. And it said, my splendid isolation, Elaine Page, I've been having cock. And she needed to point out to uh, to, to the internet that actually they just shortened. I've been having cocktail parties on Zoom. <laughs> And so she she quoted the she retweeted and quoted the tweet with oh pardon <laughs> feel the need to to let everyone know EP. <laughs> that uh, that it was a cocktail party obviously she'd been having on Zoom not in real life unlike uh, Biggins and Joan Collins. I love how Biggins received the majority of the ire there. <laughs> unlike Biggins. And Joan Collins. See, I let Joan Collins get away with fucking murder, despite the fact she's an awful old Tory. She's a dreadful Tory. She's a terrible Tory. Uh, but Biggins is um, racist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> had to leave Big Brother because he referred to AIDS as a bisexual disease. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it's nice when you remember Biggins and like doing the time warp and like just generally being in Biggins. a pantomime. Then, then he comes out with that sort of shit, and he's like, "Oh, me and Joan Collins having a V day. Stay the fuck inside." <laughs> that goes the same for all of you conquering fucks. Just <laughs> stay the fuck inside. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're out of sorts. Yeah, because the rest of the, the everyone else is behaving like a complete twat, and I can't see my family. <laughs> Anyway, um, speaking of, well, Biggins is sort of a similar sort of vein. Uh, I hope everyone's been listening to Louis Theroux's new podcast, which is really enjoyable, Mm. uh, where he just has a chat with people. It's quite good, though, because I think, because Louis Theroux's quite, um, well, you know what he's like from his documentaries. Yeah. As an interviewer, he sort of does come across like he's just having a chat, but he asks some quite probing questions. Does he? Yeah, he's quite... um, He's got that sort of slightly disingenuous, like, not disingenuous, that sort of innocent way of asking things, doesn't he? Yeah, it doesn't feel pointed or intentional, but I was listening to... It did a really good one with Boy George, so Mm -hmm. that's obviously Diva News. Yeah, Diva News. uh, Who I'm now obsessed with, even though he has been quite naughty in terms of... But actually, what you should listen to, actually, because it is really interesting, because he does delve into, like, how often he gets things wrong and how he likes to talk how he likes people to um, engage with him on that and Mm. change his mind and he's willing to change his mind when when he says silly things because he had some dumb stuff about feminism didn't he yeah he's a bit of a turf (sighs) yeah bloody hell I think he does cover that in the Louis does interview. Does he? Okay, I'll have to give it a listen. Um, uh, but he has, this week, uh, released an episode with Helena Bonham Carter, who revealed that Michael Winner was a bit of a dodgy one. Yeah. I mean, that's Dava, right? Like, just casually dropping in on Louis through his podcast to reveal that Michael Winner, it was in the same breath as, like, talking about Harvey Weinstein. She was just like, oh, Michael Winner was also a bit of a... Yeah. I was like, I don't, I mean, I'm here for it, but I'm not entirely sure this is the arena for this kind of dropping of information. Unless we all knew, so feel free to write in and say, "Oh God, oh, well, it Tom, was well we, known." It's very well known that Michael Winner's a bit of a perv, but well, I don't know. It's, it's should, I, should I tell the? Yes, the, that's why <laughs> I mentioned it because I'm waiting for you to get in and tell this damn Michael Winner story. <laughs> See, you can be married to a person and, and not know things that about, about them, and Tom didn't realise that his father-in-law, my dad, uh, was named Pratt of the Week by Michael Winner two weeks in a row in three. the news of the world. Was it three? It might have been two. Um, 
basically my dad makes documentaries and he was making a documentary about Michael Caine. He turned up to interview Michael Winner, who said, we're going to, I think, sent one of his lackeys to tell the, my dad and the crew they'd be doing it in the garden. And dad was like, yeah, thing is, like, we're under the flight path from Heathrow. And he was like, we're well, not coming in the house. And dad was like, well, we're going then. So dad and the crew left and Michael Winner was so incensed that he didn't get to talk about his dear friend, Michael Caine, on the TV that he uh, he called Jeff Morgan <laughs> Pratt of the Week. <laughs> not once, not twice, potentially three times. I think it's twice. In the now defunct News of the World. Who is it that denied Jesus three times? Peter. I'm not comparing your dad to Jesus, but they, <laughs> I don't know. They don't look dissimilar <laughs> in certain lights. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't really understand about the Murdoch press, but Michael Winner having a column in the News of the World is one of them. Seems strange, doesn't it? Like, who gives a shit about When was this? Oh, I was, I was a child, yeah. So, like, no, no, no 90s. In other Hollywood news, uh, Patti Lapone is in the new Ryan Murphy show, Hollywood. Yes, which we... Have watched two episodes of. Look, we approached it with some trepidation because we've been burnt before. Uh, by Ryan Murphy, by, not by Hollywood. <laughs> well, I've <laughs> not the opportunity. Uh, Ryan Murphy, let's just say it's a scattergun approach sometimes to plotting, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, a fast and loose. Yeah, and sometimes like you're like, oh my God, I can't, I'm so invested in this. Oh, and there's aliens. I'd say in the words of Cassie, a dear friend of yours, mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy is deeting about quants, not deeting about quals. Yeah. It's definitely quants over quals for sure. Uh, would you like to tell that story? So we don't think we've told it on the pod, and it is very diva. <laughs> okay, uh, dear friend Cassie. Hi hus- Cassie. Hi Cass. Ha- dear husband of Cassie, Richard was finishing his dissertation, and he rang Cassie to to express his frustration at having not quite finished yet and being like hitting a wall as you do when you're writing. Cassie went, "Can I stop you there?" Laid herself down a beat. <laughs> I'm deeting about quants. I'm not deeting about quals. And Richard, one of the nicest, kindest, mildest men I've ever met, put the phone down on it. And I don't think any of us can blame him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about quals. I'm deeting about quants. And I think that, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment of of Ryan Murphy's oeuvre. He's deeting about quants. He's got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. I watched another documentary that was execed by him last night, uh, Secret Love, which is absolutely fantastic. Oh, great. And also... Circus books. of Books. Circus yeah, of so books. he's, you know, he, he uses his influence and his money and his reach in to make to make things happen for filmmakers, which is amazing. Yeah. But sometimes, and is also doing an enormous amount of work. Like, that's, like, please don't think that we're undermining the contribution that he has made to queer pop culture. Yeah, exactly. His... What he's done is enormous. Pose alone has, has done a huge amount. But yeah, we have we've been burnt before, and but I have to say, two episodes in, it's very enjoyable. I'm really liking it. Yeah, it's a kind of what if, isn't it? It's it's what if Hollywood mm. had been uh, more open, yeah. to non-white hetero people. But as we as you pointed out last night, it is sort of, it's skewing the, the story towards the perspective of young queer men in Hollywood, which is interesting. It's about sort of male on male exploitation, really. Mm. Whereas most of the women in it, we've, I mean, like Patty DePone is a, is a woman of power and influence. There's other like sort of older matriarchs who seem to wield that kind of old Hollywood power, which isn't necessarily 100% helpful. 
Hmm. I would we would potentially posit sort of um, because there's still women. I like his his wife, the waitress, who's sort of like shown to be a little bit um, not a harridan, but she's a little bit. Oh, why haven't you got any money? Oh, it's twins. <laughs> yeah, she's exactly like that. <laughs> and then he's like, well, guess I'll just have to go and have sex with some ladies. Climb the greasy pole of stardom. I don't know. I think just, yeah, you're making the fair point. I think that it's it's very male-orientated. Yes. Even though that that is largely LGBTQ plus male. Yes. Orientated, but male all the same. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it seems more like the women in power in the in the industry are using sex with young men as a, as currency. Yeah. Although Patti LuPone's also got that bit where she's like, I wanted to be an actress, but no one would let me because I was Jewish. They're not necessarily women who have not struggled, but they are now where they are very comfortable and are using their influence in ways that are sexual... Traditionally currency. associated with men yeah. in the industry. Yeah. So, Which might be the point, and we might have just. And really we've only missed... watched two episodes. Yeah. So... We... Come on, give us a break. Bloody hell! We haven't had time. Oh, we haven't had time. So busy. We have... So yeah, so Hollywood. <laughs> that's Hollywood. That's that's our roundup, and it you know Lapone is is giving a fat. She looks fabulous. I'm seeing feathers. I'm seeing coiffuring. I'm living. Yeah, it looks incredible. Yeah. Oh, it looks absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, Still looks... got a couple of crash zooms in there as well, because, mm. you know, it's a Ryan Murphy picture. Yes, please. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're at at Hollywood. We did a gig on Saturday night. We participated yeah. in an event for HIV Scotland, which you can view on their YouTube channel. So if you were to go to HIV Scotland, you can watch the whole gig. And there's some, it's a really amazing lineup. There's some incredible people on there. Uh, One D- of which is deep friend of the pod, Ruben, Ruben K. Yes. Uh, also, we should say that Ruben's been doing a brilliant thing called uh, Unwind throughout the isolation. So get on Ruben's socials as well and find that. But yeah, if you go to HIV Scotland, you can see us, you can see Ruben, you can see uh, Davina DeCampo, mm. Morgan McMichaels, Alf, Alfie Ordinary, Matt Lucas. There's loads of really brilliant um, uh, and interesting comedians, artists, singers, dancers, talking heads. It's brill. Get on there. All squired by Nancy Glench. Uh, shout out to Nancy. Big shout out to the Nance. There we go. This brings us to the main meat of our, of discussion on today's Little Deep Energy. She's so fabulous. That's me. Gemma Collins, the GC. Like a GC. Like a GC. Okay, there's an argument here to be made for not celebrating celebrity for celebrity's sake. Gemma Collins is not famous for being particularly good at anything or for having any particular skill. That's, that's the way that is. One might argue she has none. <laughs> but to that I would say, hate the game, not the player. Because... Gemma Collins did not invent celebrity culture. But she is playing that fucking game. <laughs> and she is. I mean, we're talking obviously, of course, about Diva in lockdown. Gemma Collins' show, which was scheduled for before the lockdown, 
to which be they, called... Which they are very clear yeah. about. They, they point out quite a lot. Yeah, that it was going to be a very different programme. And the one we've got is watching Gemma Collins in the lockdown. And as she herself says, I wonder if she's going to get an OBE for it. <laughs> the GC oh is an amazing televisual mix of being really self-aware and then totally unself-aware. Mm. She knows what's happening... And the joke is very much, she's very much in on the joke. But there's something, so if you haven't watched it. <laughs> a good example, I think, of, of I think what you're saying is, so the beginning part of the first episode, she is preparing to appear at the Prince's Trust. Yes. Gala at the Palladium, which she <laughs> points out she has visited earlier that year to see Madonna play yeah she's had uh, an epiphany because of madonna she saw madonna and now she loves madonna and also wants to be a humanitarian so it's she's, she's been through a lot since we last saw jenna on the tv yeah and she says to someone on camera i'm supposed to be meeting prince charles or charles charles his name's charles isn't it and you just watch it and you go there is no way on earth that you got Prince Charles's name wrong. You know who he is. Yeah. And also, even if you don't, who's called Charles? I don't know. Charles is a name. It's just like a really common name <laughs> that she definitely, definitely knows. Yeah. She didn't get it wrong, but she knew that getting Prince, calling Prince Charles something not, that's not Prince, calling him something Would be on brand. Would be on brand. And yeah. it's the kind of stupid thing that she would say, that she's famous for saying. But it wasn't, it wasn't realistic or, or stupid enough to it, come across. Yeah. It was so self-aware, but also like... Child. But not self-aware enough to I be... Think, was she trying to do... Was she like, oh, do I say it posh? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think she just got his name wrong because Angus Deaton, the narrator, really lent into it after that. Yeah. Every That's time. what's slightly uncomfortable about the whole thing is that it's it's got this really snarky Oxbridge male narrating it, being like, and here's Gemma Collins being an absolute twat. And you're like, okay. He's got the tone. It's not the, the voice necessarily, but the jokes, his lines are very much in the vein of... Dave Lamb. Dave Lamb from yeah. Come Dine With Me. It's got that sense of like, every time she says something, Dayton will chime in with like, oh, really, Gemma? Yeah. Or like, yeah. So good it, one, Gemma. It's an interesting viewing experience. However, it's one that I've absolutely loved from start to finish. <laughs> I can't recommend it enough, really, because she's just naturally funny and she's just charismatic, and I want to watch her. And I don't like. She knows that she is ridiculous, but she takes that ridiculousness so seriously. Yeah, she has got this. She's got this persona that she's created where she's like, she calls herself a diva. I'm, I don't know how much of a fan I am about of the whole, the, of her co-opting the word diva. Yeah, especially as it seems like she uses it in the negative sense. She's like, this quite, she's got a, her manager is in the, in the series and she's often like whenever she's demanding anything, she's like, oh, I am the diva. And I'm like, I don't know how helpful that is, Jem. She's, she's got the knowledge though. She knows, I mean, she, her references are entirely diva-based. Yeah. She refers to Mariah Carey, Beyonce. She wanted um, to call the show Madonna. Blonde Ambition. And she's like, you can't just go, I, re I mean, I really like Madonna, but I can't just call, I can't go around doing a show where I put Madonna's name in the title. No one would come. 
I won't. You also can't just call you, call your show the name of someone else's show. You can't. You can't. You can't. Well, ambition just was go, a show. Not, yeah, it's yeah. not even like it's an album or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll just call my next show Holly Morgan is Madonna. We did call one of our episodes Bond Ambition. Yeah, but see, true. that was a funny joke. That was a funny, funny joke. Hers wasn't a joke. She just wanted to call it Blonde Ambition <laughs> because she's a blonde and she's ambitious. But that's why Madonna called it Blonde Ambition. Well, she does also compare herself to Boris Johnson a lot. Oh, and Blonde now, Ambition. And now that makes sense. Someone who's sense. entirely unqualified and <laughs> talks mostly nonsense. And has a big blonde. And has blonde. blonde hair. Now I understand why, she, why the comparison's relevant. It's, it happens a lot. It really does. Like Boris Johnson doesn't get his own coffee. Every single... It's like she saw him on television that morning doing the briefing because it's, it's, it's all, all happens after we go going to lockdown and she keeps referring to the last thing that she saw yeah because corona she uses corona as well like it's a sign off she uses covid like it's an expletive oh you're breaking up covid19 see you later love <laughs> let it be like oh bollocks yeah <laughs> oh, oh, covid19 or she's time stamping it maybe she's like just so everyone's aware this is what's happening I like the bit when she's in the high street yeah. and she waves at the lads. And I can't hug you. Corona. They <laughs> know. Well, to be fair to her, actually, Gemma's got, again, like Gemma's got much of a, more of a grasp on the situation than most other people in the country. I see Gemma being like, oh, I would do a conga with you, but I can't. Corona. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. She shuts up her shop. It's very sad. She does. The boutique. <laughs> she never refers to it as a shop. <laughs> she's on the phone to her friend. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, i got to shut up the boutique now. COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> You're breaking up. <laughs> got to go. COVID-19. Got to shut up the boutique. And also on her way out, is like lifting some of her own stock. She's like, oh, I, I love my perfume. <laughs> any at home put a couple in my bag I was like you can come back as well like it's your shop <laughs> like, you just can't open it to the public COVID-19 COVID-19 Corona I love it oh, she seems like she's got such a it's like a sort of ironic high opinion of herself I think it's what she does yeah like she knows <laughs> she, she knows who she is she knows she shouldn't really be getting an OBE but she's but she knows it's really funny to funny say, to say. <laughs> the Daily Mail are livid. Yeah. They are livid. Gemma Collins demands OBE. No, she didn't. She said, I reckon I might be getting an OBE for this in a couple of years, which is cheeky. It's cheeky. She's being cheeky. And they're like, no, UK resident pig, Gemma <laughs> Collins, has decided that she wants an demands. OBE, which is only for Major Tom Moore. <laughs> she took it from the, cl- the, the her claws of... The war! We did a war! People have died for this, you bitch! (laughs) Clap it, clap! (laughs) Don't you know there's a war on? (laughs) You know you love it when we do the impressions. You know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so obviously they're absolutely, absolutely apoplectic (laughs) that she's dared to suggest during a lockdown (laughs) the good truth that she might get an OBE. What's it even for? Entertaining the nation. She's in a humanitarian vibe now. Yeah. So she, what did she used to be? She's it's the diva. She used thing, to isn't be it? a diva. Now, now she's, she's a humanitarian, humanitarian. Which I'm not entirely sure she knows what that well, means. Well, she thinks it involves crystals. So. 
Yeah, she she gets she has a meeting, and we're just telling you things that you can just watch. But yeah. we're going to say it anyway because it's enjoyable to rem- reminisce. <laughs> She's having a meeting with a uh, production company. The, the program is so meta, like mm. so self aware. Like I've never seen a television program that actually details what television meetings look like. Yeah, it's and really weird. All of the pe- all of the staff in that meeting, all the producers and stuff, look so uncomfortable, but also like cannot stop smirking every time she says something absolutely insane (laughs) for example when she says yeah the thing is I don't think it's going to work with me as the diva now because I I did go and see Madonna and had an epiphany what did she call it it's not an epiphany she gets the word wrong I went to see Madonna and I had an epiphany and now I'm a humanitarian so from now on I want crystals on set whatever set I'm at there's got to be crystals there do you think she thinks it's what are those shops called a Reiki healer like what does she think does she think it's... A, there is a word that begins with H. What's herbalist? The, yeah, she thinks she thinks humanitarian is a herbalist. I mean, does she think that, like, Kofi Annan has, a, like, a room full of, like, crystals and es- <laughs> incense? Yeah. like Mother Teresa had a stall at Glastonbury. <laughs> what are you sad about now? We were just know. having a lovely conversation. I'm out of sorts, you aren't I? I'm out of sorts. You are out of sorts. I'm really sorry about sorts, guys. Um, I just, I'm just really, really worried and frightened for everybody who's going to go and get a deadly disease because they were told to, um, and then I don't want them to give it to anyone I love. So is that why you're out of sorts? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. That's very sad. I'm not going to put this in. You no, I'm no, gonna, I definitely going to delete this. Oh, are you having a cry? No, I did a fart and <laughs> looked at the ceiling. <laughs> are you about to cry? The GC. Any more fun stuff to say about the GC? The GC. Oh, the theme tune. Oh. She's so fabulous. That's me. With her, like, stood stock still on one of those turning plates. She's on a turning plate, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, God, I love her so much. Oh, I adore her. (laughs) It's She's so great that... Angus Dayton comes across as the dickhead of the programme. He is the bit of a dickhead, though, well, isn't he? Well, is, he is, yeah. He l- loves a sex worker party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, he, he's, um, yeah. It's got a really... But yeah, his snarkiness, snarky. I don't think, comes across as funny. I think it comes across like, she's the winner. Yeah. It's almost like she's fighting adversity in the face of people being snarky about her. Even the narrator for her own TV programme is trying to undermine her, but she's still... She's still batting them Just off. Just being an absolute legend. Just being a complete boss. I feel like, yeah, exactly. What what comes across, I think, is that GC curates this. She knows what's going on. She isn't... It's not like Angus Staten's got one over on her and she hasn't seen the final edit. She knows. She's organising the final edit. She's probably in the room for it. Yeah. There's moments... You, you definitely see, like, enough moments close enough to it that I guarantee that she is that person that's going, right... Stick the camera in there and I'll come in. Yeah. Like at that point. Or like, like basically doing the director's job for them. Yeah. There's a director that follows her around in the programme and she just looks like she's like, this is great. She's just doing my job for me and we're getting gold. If you contrast it with HBO's The Comeback, um, I just, yeah, it, it, if you look at like the way, the way that the um, Jane, the director in The Comeback is kind of like harassed and trying to generate content, this, this director for <laughs> Gemma Collins is just like... I mean, Gemma's doing her job for her. She just, she just wind her up and let her go. Yeah. Honestly, like, the only thing you need to do is just keep just keep her on, just basically to make sure she doesn't say anything racist or something. And 
I don't think I don't think she sees sees colour. No. No. I think you're right. The world right. is pink to her. Oh. And glittery. What was the pink thing that she says when she's out in the I love waking up every morning just being surrounded by In the countryside. In the countryside, surrounded by pink. I was like, what's pink? Just everything she's got is pink. Yeah, but she's looking out the window. <laughs> Is it the flowers? Are they all pink? No, just like she's got a glittery pink gnome or something. <laughs> so, uh, let's get to Diva of the Week. My Diva of the Week uh, is going to be the lovely... I know we talk a lot about politics on here and we probably shouldn't wear it so much on our sleeves because I'm, I'm sure there's people that listen to the podcast who might turn off because they hear us swearing and carrying on about Tories. <laughs> My diva of the week is little Jimmy Cranky herself. <laughs> Nicola Sturgeon. Yes, big end. Fucking, I love, I love her energy. Yeah. I love what she's bringing to the party. He doesn't love, speak for me. He doesn't speak for Scotland. They take, uh, we're all looking at, we're all in these same meetings. Mm-hmm. We're all getting the same information from the scientists. And the UK government have decided to issue this advice. We won't be issuing that advice. No, because it's, Bullshit. Great. I love your Diva of the Week. My Diva of the Week is the little girl on the internet, the little Italian girl who has gone a little bit viral this week. Can you even? Uh, Pasta. I love her so much. Oh, she's, so, she's like almost too cute as well. I almost want to have a child and bring it up only speaking Italian in the house just so that we produce that child. Oh, she's too much. Her passion, her commitment. Uh, yeah. Such, oh, she's obsessed. With, I'm obsessed. Any Italian speakers uh, listening to the pod as well, please, if you can write in and give us a full translation oh, of what she's saying. Oh, I'd love to know saying. what she's actually saying. I'd love to know what she's on about. That'd be great. Um, and next week's episode, well... We have something very exciting to announce. All aboard, because we're going... Cruising. We're going Graham de la Cruising. Graham de la Cruz. Entertainer. Icon. Icon. Fashion. Club act. <laughs> it will be coming on to discuss... Jane McDonald. That's right. Unbelievable. Jane McDonald. So tune in to go cruising with Graham de la Graham Cruz, de Cruz and, and Jane McDonald next Monday. Uh, which will be will be filling in the, uh, the the sad void that Jane has left us with. Yeah. By not doing cruising with Jane McDonald anymore. Yeah. She's got it's it's to do with their relationship. I won't spoil all, but there's there's a deep. She's been doing the research. Yeah, I've been doing the doing the deep dives. Um, so yeah, that's us for this week. And um, again, I'm sorry we were a bit out of sorts. Um, stay inside, everyone. Just be careful. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. Be careful. Keep your eyes out. Yeah, don't have people over like our neighbours have done downstairs. Got a little crash going on down there. Okay then, divas. All right, Uh, divas. That is enough from us for the week. We hope you're all staying safe, even if that does mean going against guidelines set out rather incomprehensibly by our glorious leaders please do keep washing your hands and do stay indoors to save lives and protect the nhs because that should be the real message yeah goodbye be nice lovely be kind love one another love one another cherish one another see you next week see you next week love you bye
Uh, can we just get a couple of stings so I can just fill them in as well? Yeah. Uh, are we going to get a Christmas? Christmas? Don't know. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll the content. 